Ross has all the spring deals you want, so you can say yes to more looks for you and your budget. Tube tops for less? Yes. Dad shorts for the weekend? Yes. Mini skirts for less than online? That's a yes for you and your bank account. Find your certified yes for me moment and save 20 to 60% off department store prices every day at Ross. Hurry in for spring deals today. Items and styles vary by store. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide, and in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com. I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome to News Du Jour. You may be wondering, why am I, Annie Bowles, here hosting this podcast? I usually start by telling people I'm a political baby. You see, my parents met working on Capitol Hill. By the time I was two, I had been in my first political commercial and even got lost crawling around the West Wing. Don't worry, Al Gore found me. My family then moved abroad when I was nine, and I attended an international school in Brussels with kids from all over the world, and it is this type of global perspective that I also bring to our show. I graduated from American University in D.C. after studying political science and art history, as well as interning on both sides of Capitol Hill. I even interned down the hall from where my parents met. I'm now pursuing a professional certificate in journalism at NYU in conjunction with Rolling Stone magazine. I guess I was always that friend in the group who cared deeply about not just what was going on politically, but also globally. I often kept my own friends informed through high school and into young adulthood, so I guess I've always done a version of this show. I'm genuinely passionate about following the news, and I'm here to break it down for you guys every weekday. We always strive to be a calmer space to get your news, or as one listener put it, like getting your news from a well-informed bestie. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, guys, so if you haven't seen it yet, I have a bonus episode in your feed from yesterday. It's basically an interview with a Georgetown University student. She wrote to me some questions to interview me for a class she's taking, and I answered the questions, and I thought you guys might be interested in the answers, so I'd love it if you guys would listen to that. It may be answering some questions you have been wondering, like, what does a typical day in my life as a podcaster look like? You know, how do I put together an episode of News Du Jour? Like, what is that process like? What is my thought process when I'm selecting episodes or stories for episodes, etc.? So 
If you're interested in all of that, I just basically read out her question and then my answer. So it's pretty short and sweet, but I hope it answers some of y'all's curiosities about the show. So today we have one mini story and then we're going to discuss three longer stories. It may be a bit of a longer episode. Let's jump in. So for our mini story, I want to let you guys know that the U.S. has blocked yet another attempt at a ceasefire through the U.N. This vote had, you know, once again, a number of countries who were voting for a ceasefire and then the U.S. blocking it. I think we may have mentioned already, but there was a proposition by the U.S. to the U.N. that basically called for a temporary ceasefire to sort of sort things out in Rafa because everything there is so complicated right now with so many civilians in harm's way. So that is being considered right now, but it is not the full ceasefire that was voted on just recently that the U.S. vetoed. So for our first story today, I do have to issue a content warning. This story involves transphobia, bullying, and a resulting murder. So today I wanted to discuss next. Unfortunately, the murder of a transgender teen in Oklahoma is making national news. So of course we're going to be covering it today. The beating that caused this death happened in a bathroom at school. And the school didn't even call an ambulance. So what led up to this fatal act of violence? Let's walk through the heartbreaking and harrowing details. So this story obviously hit very close to home for me, quite literally. It took place in Owasso, which for those who are not from Oklahoma, Owasso is right near my hometown of Tulsa. I'm also a mom. And so I feel like this story probably hits home for any mother. According to the Independent, Nex Benedict was bullied at Owasso High School for being transgender. They used a bathroom that matched their sex assigned at birth, as was required by a law passed by Governor Stitt in the state in 2023. But some students apparently still had a problem with this, even though the teen was doing what they were supposed to do. Trans teens are often damned if they do and damned if they don't. Next came home with head injuries, badly beaten with bruises all over their face, neck, and eyes, and scratched on the back of their head. Next's mother tried to reassure her child, encouraging them to, quote, be strong and look the other way because these people don't know who you are, end quote. She took her child to Bailey Medical Center in Owasso for treatment. They were discharged. Next, had a sore head once they got home, but fell asleep listening to music. I cannot imagine the emotional pain that Next was in that night. I remember any time that I fell asleep listening to music as a teenager, it was not a good night. So just the fact that that's how Next spent her last night just absolutely destroyed me reading, especially as a mom. But then the next day on February the 8th, which is actually my birthday, and it is the day that I was in Tulsa myself, um, Next collapsed in her living room and was rushed to the hospital by paramedics and declared dead from her head injuries from the bathroom 
that evening in the hospital. The exact cause of death as of right now is still being determined. The Owasso Police Department have announced that they will be investigating the situation thoroughly and that, quote, all charges will be on the table. Ryan Walters, an already contentious character in Oklahoma, is getting a lot of heat for this, you guys, as he has been publicly cozy with anti-trans activists and called transgender inclusive language, quote, dangerous and saying that it, quote, puts our girls in jeopardy, end quote. To which I have to wonder if he realizes that we are number one in the country in domestic violence. In the whole country. These are grown ass men beating women all the time. We had over 43,000 domestic violence calls in Oklahoma County alone in 2021. So I'd say yes, Mr. Walters, our girls are in jeopardy, but it's not at the hands of trans children. It is at the hands of grown ass men. And in this instance, it was actually three older girls who beat Nex so severely that Nex is dead. Who is really in jeopardy, Mr. Walters? I'd say it was Nex. And now these girls are in jeopardy. They are in jeopardy of prison time for their fatal beating of a trans classmate. We will be sure to keep you guys posted on this unfolding story. Next up for today, solitary confinement for migrants. A new report has come out detailing the use of solitary confinement for migrants. And what's even more astonishing is that the length of these confinements has lasted longer than the amount of time that the United Nations constitutes as torture. And these incidents happened both under President Trump and under President Biden, to be clear. According to the New York Times, these confinements happened 14,000 times over a five-year period and that the average duration is almost 30 days, which would be twice the threshold set out by the UN. The UN constitutes 15 days of solitary confinement as torture. The report was compiled by Harvard in conjunction with a nonprofit called Physicians for Human Rights. They also noted frequent reports of sexual abuse, as well as physical and verbal abuse. ICE has issued directives in two different instances over that five-year period that solitary confinement should be an absolute last resort. But the confinements continued nonetheless and were at a high during the pandemic, as the Physicians of Human Rights put it, quote, under the guise of medical isolation. End quote. They even found that 680 cases lasted more than three months, you guys. More than three months of solitary confinement. And these are people who were not convicted of any crime. The use of solitary confinement is linked to self-harm, paranoia, aggression, depression, anxiety, poor sleep, brain damage, hallucinations, and that is all according to the National Institute of Health and the University of Chicago Press Journals. Solitary confinement is controversial, even for use on convicted criminals. So these migrants 
who have not been charged with anything, let alone convicted. It's absolutely unthinkable, especially for the amount of time they've been in these conditions. One migrant said, quote, it will make you crazy. You talk to the walls. You eventually know nothing about the outside world. It's like you're dead, end quote. Many of those interviewed for this study were actually seeking asylum here in the U.S., which if you don't know what that means, it just means that they are fleeing a war zone, like a conflict zone, like an actual war and looking to come here. And we take in a lot of asylum seekers here in the U.S., and that is a completely legitimate reason to be coming here. And these are people who should be treated with compassion and now are being traumatized further and dealing with lasting harm from their time in solitary confinement. Some were even deprived of necessary medications to do with like diabetes and things of that nature. So I can't even imagine how crazy you'd feel if you were like off your medication for a serious health issue and in solitary confinement for months on end. Those placing them in solitary are, of course, required to provide some reasoning And the reasoning, you guys, was insane. And it was actually really hard for Harvard and the Physicians for Human Rights to get a hold of these documents. They eventually had to bring a lawsuit to sue ICE to get these documents that list the reasoning. And now we see why, because it's horrifying. Um, Things like a consensual kiss between two people got both of them put in confinement for 28 days each. Solitary confinement, not together, but separately, solitary confinement, 28 days for kissing each other one time. Things like unusual body movements and irrational answers were reasoning for people being confined when these were actually known to be linked to health issues by these people. One time, the reasoning was using profanity. These stints in solitary are clearly destroying a human being's mental and physical health. And yet somehow we think cussing justifies that and just blows my mind. This is something that I feel like has been completely swept under the rug. And I think it's something we all need to be aware of going into the presidential election, how we want to hold our leaders accountable for this and hear about some solutions because that's absolutely ludicrous to be treating anybody that way, especially in the United States. We're better than that. And lastly for today, this will be a quick story, but I just wanted to make you guys aware of it. Capital One is acquiring Discover. So in a deal amounting to roughly $35.3 billion, two credit card titans will collide to create one massive credit card company. Capital One and Discover are two of the biggest names in the game when it comes to credit cards. We probably all have heard of them. And uh, if you've ever decided which credit card you're going to pick, you know those names. And now the two will become one. The transaction will be completed almost entirely in stocks. But obviously, this is going to further consolidate a very small circle of credit card companies. So there are some consumer advocates who are pushing back on the merger and just asking that it be looked at in further detail to kind of weigh any sort of danger for the consumer. Um, but if any, if there are any holdups with this, we'll definitely keep you guys posted and we'll keep you posted if it becomes official. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with an affirmation. 
I know that I am a portal for the divine and I welcome my most beautiful life. And that was written by My Metaphysical Maven on TikTok. If you guys don't follow her, you definitely should. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM.